Welcome to City Harvest Sermon Podcast. Coming up is a word from Pastor Bobby Chow. Well, church, I've been saying that we live in turbulent times. Our life is rife with conflicts, diseases, and depression. But yet, the Bible tells us that in every situation, we can walk in the peace of God. And the presence of the Holy Spirit with us is the secret of our inner peace and power against a hostile world. Previously, I shared with you from Song of Songs chapter 8 and verse 5. It says, Who is this coming up from the wilderness, leaning on her beloved? Now, the theme here is about a love relationship between the believer and the Lord. Now, the Bible tells us that the, the Lord Jesus, He is our bridegroom, and we, the believers, are His bride. And here, we find the believer rising, ascending gloriously from the wilderness. In spite of the harsh experiences, she was not in despair or resigned to defeat. You see, church, life's challenges can be very cruel and relentless, but yet the Bible reminds us that we will rise, we will ascend from the wilderness. Romans chapter 8, verse 37 tells us, In all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Now, the Chinese Bible says it this way, meaning leaning on the Lord. We are more than conquerors leaning on the Lord who loved us. No matter what you're going through, don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed because leaning on the Lord, our beloved Jesus, we will rise again. Wouldn't you give the Lord a big hand clap? <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, the key here is to lean on the Lord. Shall we all say together, lean on the Lord? Lean on the Lord. You see, God loves, God is love and He loves you. He is always near for you to lean upon. He declares in Isaiah 41, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. However, if you want to experience His help, you must desire to lean upon Him. He will not force or threaten you. Yes, He will convict and move us toward intimacy. But the decision lies with you. To lean on Him, you must respond. You have to make a choice, a decision. So what does it mean? to lean upon the beloved. That's what I want to share with you this morning. Now, the word leaning in the original Hebrew is the word rafak. Now, the meaning of rafak has a few definitions or imageries. First, to lean is to surrender. 
Shall we all say together, surrender? Surrender means to stop resisting and to give oneself up to the power of another. Now, this is just like in a marriage relationship on their wedding day. When they exchange their wedding vow, the bride and the groom have to decide to give up the autonomy of a single life, the old life and give themselves over to each other to love, to cherish, and to obey. The couple will say to each other, with this ring, I wet you, not I whack you, right? (laughs) And the couple will say, it is a token of the vows I have made to you. With it, I will myself and all my worldly goods and doubt to you. You must give up your old life, surrender, and give yourself over completely to your beloved. You're saying, I surrender all to you. This is what it means to lean on on our beloved Jesus. You see, in the gospel story, it tells of a disciple who leaned on Jesus. In John chapter 13, verse 23, it says, Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom, one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Now, this disciple was John himself. However, John was far from being someone who surrenders easily to the Lord. You see, in his younger days, when he was spiritually immature, John was a very hot-headed, aggressive, and ambitious man. He was unyielding. One day, when Jesus and his disciples were going through a village in Samaria, and the, Samaritan, or the Samaritans did not receive them, John became very angry. In Luke chapter 9, It says, when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? They are saying, Jesus, let them all burn. Very aggressive. But look at the Lord's reply in verse 55. And Jesus turned and rebuked them and said, you do not know what manner of spirit you are of. You see, John had a wrong spirit, one that was not Christ-like. It was aggressive and hostile. But the spirit of Christ is the spirit of mercy and grace. You see, Jesus had come to save, not to destroy. So he The the Lord replied and said, For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. Jesus called John and James the sons of thunder. Though John had started following Jesus already, but there were traits of his old self that he had not given up to the Lord. But day by day, Day by day, John would surrender. 
when rebuked and corrected by the Lord, he did not get offended or wallow in self-pity. Rather, he would give his old self up, surrender. He would surrender his willful, explosive nature and imbibe in Christ's nature. Imbibe in Jesus' attitude. John remembered the words of Jesus. In, in John 15, he wrote, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. He abides in Christ just like a branch on the vine. And again, he wrote in his epistle, in 1 John 4, God is love. He who abides in love abides in God and God in him. John gave up, gave up anger. He gave up strife and ungodly ambitions and yielded to love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And just by doing that surrender, he was so transformed that he became known as the apostle of love. John and love became synonymous. Now when you see John, you can't see the old John, the angry John, but you see Christ in him. Now another thing, yielding to the Lord is not a one-time event. The word abides was written in a present, ongoing, unbroken tense. That means yielding to the Lord, surrendering is a present, ongoing, unbroken act. Just like the branch on the vine. You won't see a branch when in the midst of a storm and say, you know what? Master, this morning the Hong Ting Tua. The wind is too strong. May I come down and hide in the shelter? No, the branch will stay connected. Present, ongoing, unbroken. Friends, today, are you surrendered to Jesus? Today, I'm not talking about five years ago when you first surrendered your life to Christ. I'm talking about today, right now. Are you still hanging on to your old habits of sin and lifestyle that are not aligned with Christ's likeness? Are you still harboring anger or cynicism, attitudes that are not compatible to the Spirit of God? Today, now, present, ongoing, unbroken, won't you surrender and lean on our beloved Jesus. And as you do so, Jesus promised, I will strengthen you. I will help you. You will bear fruit. You will be transformed from glory to glory into the image of our Lord. Won't you give the Lord a big hand clap? Now, one more thing about John. Now, remember, when Jesus was crucified on the cross, many disciples left, 
But John remained steadfast by Jesus' side. There, Jesus entrusted his mother Mary into his care. And the Bible tells us that from that time on, this disciple took her into his home. So John faithfully carried out this mundane task of caring for Mary. Though he had many revelations, he saw the vision of heaven, he heard words, messages that he needed to deliver to tell the people. He had mission works to accomplish. But you know what? Tradition tells us that John remained with Mary in Judea until she died. He did not go anywhere. It was only after Mary's death that John went to, went to Ephesus and pastored the church there. You know what? For John, for John, all he wanted was to live the life Jesus wanted him to live. He won't go anywhere. He just wanted to do what Jesus wanted him to do. He was willing to give up his own ways, ways his own, own way of life, his ambition, surrendering all to Jesus. He is that disciple who leaned on Jesus' bosom. Leaning on the, on the beloved. John rose from his wilderness, from being a son of thunder to becoming a son of God a child of God. And the key is surrender. Shall we all say together, surrender? surrender. What does it mean to lean on the Lord? Number two. Number two. Now you find that, secondly, the word mean, lean, means to join. Shall we all say together, join? join. You see, in the Old Testament, when God's people were in turmoil and chaos. Through the prophet, God would call them to join themselves with him. For example, in Jeremiah 50 verse 5, the prophet Jeremiah calls out to the people, come, let us join ourselves to the Lord. Because as you lean on him, as you join yourself to the beloved, you will rise, ascend from your wilderness. You see, recently, I read, I, I was reading about the story of Matthew, the tax collector. He is also, he was also a disciple of Christ. Now, his other name, Matthew's other name is Levi, or was Levi. Now, the name Levi means joint. The name Levi means joint. Yes, he was once joined to the world to power and greed. As a tax collector, he would use his power to extort, to bully, and to rob people for money and personal gain. Jews hated them. Jews considered tax collectors as traitors because they have joined themselves with the Romans to oppress their own people. They were relegated to the same class as prostitutes and sinners. But yet, Levi 
couldn't care less. He was totally consumed by the love of money. At the first mention of Levi in the gospel, he was sitting at the tax office counting money. Money, money, money. <laughs> he was counting. Or if he speaks Chinese, he said, 钱钱钱,老子有钱. There was Levi. But you know what? The day when he met Jesus, Luke 5 says, Jesus said to Levi, follow me. So he left all, rose up, and followed Jesus. Without a word, Levi decided to do two things. Number one, he gave up his whole life. He left all, surrendered. But then number two, he joined himself with the Lord, followed Jesus. In fact, Levi invited Jesus into his own house, threw a party, and got all his fellow tax collectors to come. He wanted to publicly declare his new allegiance to Jesus. And at the same time, to bid farewell, say bye-bye to all his comrades. He was telling them, from now on, guys, our paths, our interests, our lifestyles will part. Today is the last day. I will no longer return to greed or to the last of this world. I am joined with Jesus. And you know what? Just by joining himself with Jesus, Levi rose from a life of a despicable tax collector. He became one of the 12 apostles of Christ. In fact, he is better known as Matthew because the name Matthew means gift of God. He became a gift to humanity. He gave us the gospel of Matthew. He recorded the Sermon on the Mount. Every time you read the Sermon on the Mount, it was only found in the Gospel of Matthew. He wrote many parables concerning the Kingdom of Heaven, which were not found in other Gospels. We owe all this to Matthew, a terrible tax collector who extort Bully, but yet he became a gift of God to humanity. Church, this is the key. How do we rise from our wilderness of life? Join yourself with Jesus. Today, my question to you is, to whom or to what have you joined yourself with? Are there toxic and harmful relationships that you need to bid farewell and say bye-bye? Are there activities that are draw, draw, drawing you further and further away from God rather than pulling you closer to Him? Is Jesus calling you to join Him in spiritual disciplines to pray, and to study the Word of God. Today, 
like the prophet Jeremiah, I would call out, come, let us join ourselves to our Lord. You will gain more than you lose. You see, Jesus promised this. He said, surely I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake. Notice there is a leaving, a surrendering, but for my sake, the joining. Joining to me and the Gospels. It says, who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time? Two weeks ago, I, we had a Philippine SOT alumni gathering in Manila. So I went there for 24 hours. I flew in. Uh, we have a whole day of meeting and then I flew out. Now, when I was there, I was so blessed by the testimony of Elizabeth, a 2018 SOT student. Now, before she came to Singapore, she was already pastoring a small church in the city. But yet, all this while, she had a desire to preach the gospel to the unreached tribal people in Philippines. But she did not do it because it was very dangerous to reach out to them as you could be killed by the military rebels in those areas. Moreover, doing tribal outreaches require a lot of money and very inconvenient. However, during SOT, the Lord spoke to her and reignited this vision in her heart. In spite of all her worries and uncertainties, Elizabeth decided to give over to Jesus. She prayed, Jesus, my life is not my own. I surrender all to you. I will follow you wherever you want me to go. So after graduation, though without money or support, she went up the mountain to seek out the Atat tribal people in her province. Now she needed to take a three-hour car ride and another two-hour walk, crossing rivers just to get there. Now, they are very primitive and do not associate with city people. Elizabeth would try to befriend them, stayed with them in the mountain. For days, she would sleep in a small tent, giving up the comfort of the city life. At night, the tribal people would come and steal her canned food. But they would throw them into the river because they didn't know how to open those cans. She would share her food with them, teach them how to brush their teeth and take bath in the river using bar soap. Eventually, she won the heart of the tribe's leader and the whole tribe came out to hear her preach every week. Preach Jesus every week. Now, the tribe leader was so touched by the love of God that he introduced her to other tribal leaders. So tribe by tribe, she preached the gospel and planted churches. In four years, the last four years, through the pandemic, she planted 16 churches among the tribal people. Wow! 
Wow. COVID proof, you know. And you know what? Each congregation was between, is now between 100 to 300 people. 16 churches. One more time, won't you give God praise? Wow. Wow. Now, by the way, remember, where did she, how was her vision being reignited? In SOT. So, next year. <laughs> if you have not been to the School of Theology, it is a school of transformation. Won't you turn to your neighbor, tell your neighbor, do consider sign up for SOT, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Elizabeth experienced the miracles of God, power of God, because she did two things. Number one, she surrendered all the fears, the worries, the comfort life, and she joined herself with her beloved. One year, just recently, one of our staff, Helen, also a Filipino, joined Elizabeth on a mission trip to the mountain. Helen was sharing with me, after several hours of walking, they finally arrived at the clearing. But Helen was shocked. There was no one there. The huts were empty. The clearings were empty. Nobody came. And she asked Elizabeth, where is everyone? Elizabeth said, no, no, you wait. We're under the tree. So Helen stood under the tree and Elizabeth start, started walking around, waiting in the open clearing. And one by one, hiding behind bushes, trees, rocks, all the tribal people start coming out from their hiding because they don't associate with city people, but they respond to Elizabeth. What power! But you know, if you know Elizabeth, he, she is really a girl next door. Really a girl next door. But if God can use her, God can use you. But are you willing, church? Are you willing to surrender? Are you willing to join yourself with Christ? Will you respond to the call of God? Come, come, and let us join ourselves with the Lord. Amen? Leaning on the beloved, you will rise from the wilderness. What does it mean to lean on the Lord? Number three, to lean means to delight. To delight. Shall we say together, delight? delight. One Bible translation on Psalm chapter 8 and verse 5 says, Who is she who ascends from the desert, flowing with delights, leaning upon her beloved? Friends, Jesus takes delight in you. He loves you. Psalm 149 says, The Lord takes pleasure, delight in His people. In other words, you make Him happy. You make Him happy. You are good enough for the Lord. 
He esteems you, cherishes your presence because He takes pleasure in you. Recently, just la- actually just last week, my son ended his national service. Yay! Yeah, so I can shout that. Now, we get to see him every day at home. This past week, Cindy and I, we were just sharing with each other. We say, you know what? Somehow, in the house, it just feels different to see our son and to have his presence at home. It makes us happy. Maybe this is how the Lord feels. He takes pleasure in you. There's nothing much you need to do. Just your presence. Your presence makes Him happy because He takes delight in His people. He takes pleasure in you. But then how about you? Is God your delight? Is God your pleasure? Does His presence excite you and make you happy? David says, in your presence is fullness of joy. For David, God's presence was enough. It was his joy. Prophet Jeremiah says, your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. To Jeremiah, each time, He got to hear the Word of God, read the Word of God. It brings joy. He said, your Word is my delight. It's enough. Church, what about you? Is God's Word your joy and rejoicing? Maybe for some of us, spending time to seek God's presence, to pray and to worship is a chore rather than a joy. Reading the Bible is more of a duty rather than a pleasure. But why is that so? You see, the reason is because we have not developed an appetite or conditioned our spirit, our soul and our body to delight in the Lord. You see, we have been trained all throughout our growing up years to find pleasures in eating, drinking, entertainment, right? When you are down and when you are sad, where do you go? Hai di lao. Or something, right? To make you happy. When we are weary or stressed, we are trained to, to source for, from the social media, from movies, from even sports, to get a relief, a, a, a laugh or an extra boost of zest. I was recounting when I was younger, we don't have all these social media, so where do I go to? My go-to was Lao Fuzi. <laughs> yeah, some of you don't understand, you don't get it. No. But if you are my age, no. We were trained, if you want to find pleasure, delight, these are the sources. We were not trained in our spirit, our soul and our body to find delight, pleasures in the Lord. See, though 
those pleasures are not wrong in themselves, but they do not last. They come and they go. Only God's presence can, in God's presence can you experience the fullness, fullness of joy. As such, we need to retrain. Turn to your neighbor, tell your neighbor you've got to retrain. Yeah. You've got to retrain your spirit, your soul and your body to find delight in the Lord. This is where spiritual disciplines comes in. Amen? You see, in the beginning of the year, I shared with you that I started a prayer project for my Chinese congregation. Now, every day, I will record, I will record a personal prayer on WhatsApp and send to the members. I started this in mid-November last year. I took about two and a half months to finish praying for all the Chinese members. Now, when I started this project, to be honest, it was quite routine and boring. But I kept praying for the members one by one, day by day. It began as a desire, but with determination, it became a discipline. And in this spiritual discipline, I found great joy, great delight in God's presence. I found myself growing accustomed to His presence. Something that now I don't want to live without. I enjoy praying so much for the members that I didn't stop with the Chinese members. I started praying for my English service members. To date, I have sent out 1,949 individual prayers to the members. But who? Is there someone who forced me, threatened me to do? No! I enjoy so much talking to the Lord about the members in His presence. I enjoy it so much that I don't want to live without. Church, let your, let your joy in the Lord. Joy where? In the Lord. Grow through spiritual disciplines of prayer and studying the Word. Amen? Turn to your neighbour, tell your neighbour, I think Pastor Bob is talking about you, right? <laughs> yeah. Psalm chapter 1. Psalm chapter 1 says, Blessed, happy is the man who walks in the counsel of the ungodly. Who, who does, who, who, let me read again. <laughs> Blessed, happy is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Notice verse 2, but his delight. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in His law, He meditates day and night. How can you find happiness? Blessed is the man. It's when you find delight in the law of the Lord. And in His law, He meditates day and night. Verse 3 says, He shall be like a tree planted by, a, by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit and it is in its season whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does, he shall prosper. Church, if you give time to delight in God's Word, you will be blessed. You will be full of joy. You will rise 
from the wilderness. Amen. Won't you give the Lord praise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Last week, I had a fellowship lunch with some of our very senior members in the Chinese service. Now, when I say senior, most of them are 70 years old and above. But yet, at the lunch, they were so full of joy, vitality. In fact, some were asking me, he said, Pastor, when can you bring us on a spiritual retreat to seek the Lord? They were telling me, Pastor, we switch off our phone, we book a, a cruise, we all go on a cruise for, for a week. Well, I'll say, wow, Xiong, then how? Church cannot out of, cannot contact offline. But they are so full of, of joy. You must remember, they are all 70 years old and above. While others at the table were encouraging one another to keep serving in the church ministries. In fact, last week, in the Chinese service, we had our membership promotion service. We prayed for those who are newly promoted. Now, one of them was an 81-year-old uncle who was promoted to a ministry member. Why? Because he was so committed. He committed himself to serve in usher ministry every week. Now, he's a ministry member. 81 years old. Full of joy, full of vitality. But as I hear their stories, they all had one common theme. They, all, they are all in love with the Word of God. A group of them would gather on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings for two hours every week to read the Bible together verse by verse, chapter by chapter aloud. Some, another group, are writing Bible verses, copying Bible verses, verse by verse, book by book. What are they doing? Why? What are they doing? They were all trying their best to do what they can to remember the Word of God because they are aging. They are losing memories. And they told me they don't want to forget the Word of God. Because the Word of God was their joy and rejoicing. I was so, so, so touched. So, so, so touched. Happy is the man who delights in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. Who is she who ascends from the desert, flowing with delights, leaning upon her beloved? How about you, church? Is God your delight? Have you found joy in His presence? Have you found pleasure? You enjoy Him so much that you cannot live without the Bible says we are more than conquerors through Him, leaning upon Him who loves us. But what does it mean to lean upon the Lord? Number one is to surrender to Jesus. Number two, be joined to Jesus. Number three, delight 
in Jesus. Delight in Jesus. Yesterday, as, in fact, this week, as I'm just preparing, I, I was sharing with my wife, Cindy, that how great, no? when we come together, worshipping God, we have no other agenda. We have only one reason why we are here. Because he, there's so much joy. It's just, just a glimpse of His glory. Just to be in His presence brings so much joy and delight. Let our love for Jesus be pure. Be pure. Amen? Let Jesus be your delight. Amen? Shall we give the Lord a big hand clap? Thank you, Lord. Shall we all stand to our feet this morning? Let's don't be in a hurry. I'm going to ask Brother Paul to lead us in this new worship song. What, what great lyrics. It says, Time stands still whenever I'm with you. No more important place to go. There's no rush. Not in a hurry. It's okay. We can take it slow. As we're worshipping the Lord, I felt in my heart that maybe among us here, some of us, you find it hard. Sometimes you, find a, you, you feel a distance between you and the Lord because there are habits and lifestyle that you, you are so distracted. You have been sourcing for pleasure, for a zest of life, seeking for that delight. But you approached in the wrong way, you went to the wrong sources, met the wrong people, engaged in activities that caused your heart to grow cold and hardened on the outward you come to church but on the within you sense a distance there's no more joy the smile on your face is gone but I sense in my heart as even as we were worshipping earlier I sense the Lord wants to tell you He is happy with you just by you being here He is happy He is happy so happy because He takes delight He takes pleasure in you you are enough for him you are his happiness this morning won't you let go and say Lord I surrender I surrender all my past I surrender all the hurts and wounds I let go Jesus because I want to be joined with you wherever you are would you just lift your hands and talk to the Lord. He is here. He is near. The Lord is here for us to lean upon. Let your heart engage Him again. Let your heart engage the Lord again.
today's a new day. I surrender all to you, Lord. I wonder how many of us here you'll say, I will surrender all my fears, uncertainties. Maybe they are, the Lord is calling you to step up in faith, to obey Him, but there are things that are holding you back like Elizabeth. But you say, Lord, I surrender all to you, Lord. I surrender all. I lean on you this morning. I choose you to be joined with you, Jesus. If that's you, wherever you are, whether you're on site or online, something powerful is going to happen because the Lord is here. Something will change from this day forth, like Levi in his house, throwing a party, something will change because it is not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of God, leaning on the Beloved. We will rise from the wilderness. If that's you, wherever you are, won't you lift both hands to the Lord in surrender? And in the next couple of minutes, I want to invite you to pour your hearts out to the Lord. Pray in the Spirit. Call on the name of the Lord. Some of us, you have not been praying like this for a long time. This morning, this morning, won't you call on the name of the Lord? Won't you call on Him, Jesus? Jesus! Won't you open your mouth and pray in tongues? Let the Spirit of the Lord move in you. Let there be a release of your prayer language again. Reignite the Spirit of prayer in you.
aware of His presence. This is probably the first step to delight in Him, to find pleasure in the Lord, is to be aware that He is here. say to the Lord that you will develop take time to retrain if it even needs to take the rest of my life to do that Jesus I want you I want you help me Lord I want you if that's you won't you put your hands like a cup before you I want you to pour all your love into this cup because in a moment's time we're going to pray and we want to send our love to the Lord won't you say together with me Jesus I surrender all I want you so much I pour all my love on you, Lord. I can't get enough of you. You are my delight. You are my joy and my rejoicing. Help me, Lord, to know you more, to love you more, to enjoy you. Won't you lift up your hands and send your love to heaven. Send your love to Jesus. Sikalabha, <laughs> 
Pray for all my brothers and sisters. 
pray, Lord, you open their hearts, open their ears, open their eyes. Let their spiritual senses come alive, alive to your presence, alive to your nearness, alive to who you are. So may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God our Father, may the communion, the close fellowship, intimacy of the Holy Spirit be with us all from this day and forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray and all God's people say, Amen. Church, if you love Jesus, give him a big, big round of applause. Let him know that we enjoy him. We celebrate him. We hope you've been blessed by the message. If you have a testimony to share, write to us at connect at chc.org.sg.